Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NoCo, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, January 17th. I'm Erin O'Toole. More than 3 million Coloradans live in the Wildland Urban Interface, according to the Colorado State Forest Service. And that puts their homes at greater risk of wildfire damage. As more people live, work, and play in these areas, preventing wildfires becomes increasingly important. One Boulder resident is confronting the heat, but he's not using the typical mitigation measures you might expect. He's using fungi. For more on this, KUNC's Emma Vandenindy is here. Emma, welcome. Yeah, good to be back. Okay, the threat of wildfire is such a constant worry here in Colorado, so it's always really cool to learn about potential new methods of reducing the risks. But fungi? I mean, I can't lie. This seems like science fiction. Yeah, it's like a Colorado-esque antidote for sure. (laughs) The most Colorado-esque. Before we get into how this might work, who is the person behind this new approach? Yeah, so Zach Hedstrom is the founder and owner of Boulder Mushroom. It's basically this organization in Boulder that produces fresh mushrooms, that teaches people about them, and they do research on how mushrooms can be beneficial from medicine to, in this case, wildfire mitigation. And so how does this process even work? So it sounds pretty complicated, but it really comes down to just the nature cycle that this fungi is used to. So there's a particular type of fungi that's called saprophytic fungi, and it gets introduced into the environment. Hedstrom calls them nature's recyclers because essentially they disassemble chemical bonds. And what he does is he sprays it or inoculates it over this environmental area. Um, It's being put on these wood pieces that have been cut down and laid on the forest floor. That's usually, you know, created from burn piles or like they're going to go haul them out. And then there's this mycelium inside the fungi, which is like the fungal root threads. And it grows over this cut down wood. Basically, it's like these white threads or white pieces. It, at least when I saw the soil when I went out there, it was in the early stages and it kind of looked like little glue dots. Huh. And that's essentially what it does is it like binds this these wood pieces together and it helps to retain moisture in the soil so water doesn't just, you know, run off. And so then this this soil structure, basically the fungi excretes enzymes that break apart these molecules in the wood significantly. And that ends up turning it into healthy soil. And Hedstrom really has faith that this will help the environment substantially. By using fungi and biological solutions, we can help facilitate carbon sequestration. We can facilitate creating healthy soils and do so in a way which is ecologically sound and sustainable. One shortcoming I see with this approach is it seems like it would take a lot of time before you actually see results, right? I mean, the mycelium has to grow. That takes many months. You spoke with Zach. Why does he think this approach is preferable to current methods that uh, include things like forest thinning, controlled burns, um, which can be implemented really quickly? 
Yeah. I, first, I want to say, though, it, it does take many months, but those months are shorter than just letting the chips decompose. Um, Hedgerum said that in about 16 to 20 months, those wood chips are like rich soil, like soil you would see at the garden center. But normal wood chips just laying out on the forest floor could take anywhere from like 20, 30, 50 years to decompose otherwise. Not to mention many foresters will cut down these trees and, you know, leave them as slash piles like out in the woods, but they can only be burned when the weather allows. So finding that safe window where it's not too windy could take a long time, even potentially years. And it's more cost effective to use these mushrooms. Researchers have proven that thinning and burning could cost up to $3,000 per acre. And, you know, that's just money sitting around on the forest floor that could still be a hazard for a potential wildfire. Um, not to mention, you know, some people have said, oh, you could haul out these wood chips. But hauling out the wood chips takes time, it takes money, it creates more emissions from those big trucks. And if you've been to some of those hills in Boulder, they're quite steep and getting a big truck up and down it takes a while. So that's why Hedstrom sees mushrooms as a solution. Here's what he had to say. If it takes two years to cure a slash pile before it can be burned, and it takes two years to decompose wood chips by fungi into soil, my opinion is that the fungi is often the better bet. Well, Zach's company, Boulder Mushroom, got a chunk of funding from Boulder County to implement some real-world research. I would think that means they believe this idea has some promise. Yeah, so Hedstrom and some partner organizations got $100,000 with the Boulder County Climate Innovation Fund, which is funded by taxpayer dollars. And essentially, these projects had to help reduce carbon emissions, be scalable to Boulder County, and have some foundation work in place. You know, can't just be an idea. And Ashley Stolzman is a Boulder County commissioner who voted for Boulder Mushroom to get the funding. This issue means a lot to her. When I was talking with her, she mentioned how she was the mayor of Louisville during the Marshall Fire in late 2021. Mm. And she still has some questions about this, you know, method. But she knows that working with nature is crucial to solving these issues. I think we'll need to see if we can come up with a way to inoculate the wood chips in real time that's more cost effective than what we're doing now. But the promise of it being more cost effective, I think, is there because trucking is so expensive, labor costs are so expensive, removing the trees is so expensive. Right. Well, what are the initial plans? I mean, where are they planning to test this out? Yeah, currently Headstrom has started on a few acre plots in Boulder and along the Front Range as well, and he's seen a lot of success in those areas. I mean, there was even a demonstration that he did back in October, and he showed the different stages of the mycelium growing across and the enzymes doing their work. And there's there's photos of him holding up this big wood chip mass, and it, it it's just crazy how it's bonded together. Um, he really hopes to see this mushroom project on like 100 acre plots soon instead of like a one acre plot. But he also wants to get some university partners so the project can expand. Well, again, I love hearing about potential solutions in our ongoing effort to prevent catastrophic fires. And I, Emma, I love the way this kind of brings the forces of nature into that fight. Yeah, Hedstrom is a big nature advocate, and he was talking to me about how this effort happens directly under our feet without us really even knowing, even if he isn't spraying an area. That's just what the mushrooms do. And so he really just wants this to be a catalyst for nature's natural course. When a tree falls in the forest, the fungi come and turn that tree back into soil and then a new tree grows out of that soil. So there's a full cycle 
a full circle taking place. I think that by bringing that to light is also being a proponent for nature-based solutions to climate change, to living in harmony with our natural world, and just being overall a good steward of the land. Emma Vandenide, thank you so much for coming on to talk about this. So happy to talk with you. We want to know what you think. Do you see fungi playing a viable role in helping prevent wildfires? Or like me, did you see The Last of Us and think, yeah, thanks, but no thanks mycelium? Either way, you can share your thoughts with us in a text or voicemail at 970-614-5323. Leave your name and city and we may use your comment in a future episode. That's 970-614-5323. Or email us at noco at kunc.org. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. We'll see you next time. <laughs>